John session verses 13 to 20. I'm going to ask you to stand for the reading of God's word. And remember that when God wants to do something, he always sends his word. And so this word is for everyone today. I pray that you pay attention and you embrace the word and act on the word. Genesis 24 verses 13 to 20. I read to your hearing and to the glory of God. The Bible says, behold, and this is the story of the servant of Abraham when he went to look for a wife for Isaac. He says, behold, here I stand by the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, let, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink and I will, I want you to know the word also, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one. Let somebody here be the one. <laughs> Let her be the one you have appointed for good things. Uh, appointed for your servant, the blessed Isaac. And by this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. And it happened. And it is going to happen again. Before he had finished speaking that behold, Rebekah who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her picture on her shoulder. Now the young woman was very beautiful to behold, a virgin. No man had known her and she went down to the well, filled her pitcher and came up and the servant ran to meet her and said, please let me drink a little water from your pitcher. And so she said, drink my Lord. What? My Lord. Then she quickly let her pitcher down to to her hand and gave him a drink and when she had finished giving him a drink she said not him she said i will draw water for your camels i want to hear that word also until they have finished drinking i will not stop then she quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough ran back to the well to draw water and drew for all his camels I'm going to read from the Living Bible as well, and I want you to remain standing with me. The Living Bible says, verse 24, See, here I am standing beside this spring, and the girls of the village are coming out to draw water. This is my request when I ask one of them for a drink, and she says, Yes, certainly, and I will water your camels too. I want you to keep your mind on the word T double O two. Let her be the one you have appointed. I like the word appointed. Appointed as Isaac's wife. Somebody's going to be appointed unto promotion. <laughs> and this is how I will know. As he was still speaking to the Lord. <laughs> about this, a beautiful young lady named Rebecca arrived with a water jug on her shoulder and filled it at the spring. Her father was, was Bethuel, the son of Nahor, and his wife Milcah. Running over to her, the servant asked her for a drink. Certainly, she said. And quickly lowered the jug for him to drink. Then she said, I will draw water for your camels too. Until they have what? Enough. And so she emptied the jug into the watering trough. And ran to the spring again. And kept carrying water to the camel until they had had enough. The servant said no more. But watch her carefully to see if she would finish 
the job so that he would know whether she was the one. Then at last, when the camels had finished drinking, he produced a quarter ounce gold earring and two five ounce gold bracelets for her wrist. This morning, church, I bring you the word of the Lord that I entitled Fit and Ready for Blessing and Promotion. Fit and ready for blessing and promotion. Up on the screen, you will see the scripture says, The servant said no more, but watch Rebecca carefully to see if she would finish the job. So, so that he would know whether she was the one who is fit and ready for blessing and promotion. Father, this morning, as wisdom begins to speak of the readiness of many things that we are prayed for. But wisdom begins to warn us to make ourselves fit and ready for what we have asked God for. Father, open our understanding. Let the spirit of recalcitrance be put to shame. Rather than being recalcitrant against the word of God, that we embrace the word of God and obey the word of God, that our testimony may show the goodness of God, even on certain times like this. Thank you, Father, for your love that sent this word to us exactly at the time we need to hear it. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Help me tell someone I am fit and ready for the blessing and the promotion. Say it again. I am fit and ready for the blessing and the promotion. Now help me look at your neighbor and say, really? That's the question this morning. I have taken two readings this morning and both of them are equally important, but one reading in another translation may embellish the fact a lot more. I want to start this evening by saying that the 30 days prayers we offer to God, like Lake would keep saying that God is not a prayer storing God, he's a prayer answering God. Those prayers have been answered. And so provision has been made. But the question is, are you going to be fit and ready for what you prayed for? Let me start by saying that it stands to reason that a lady called Rebecca was of marriage age. And there were many like that in that city. She must have been praying because in those days, nobody, men don't allow their daughters to stay too long in their house. They want to give them away. She had prayed, but a day of appointments was coming. And there were many ladies on that day of appointment that went to the spring to fetch water. But all of them prayed, but only one was fit and ready for that day. Can I interest you in knowing that she must have prayed for a husband, but because of her lineage being uh, the niece of a great man, Abraham, I am quite sure she prayed for a prince of a husband, not just an ordinary husband. And perhaps in the city where she was, there was no such man. And if there was, there was, he's probably married. So she kept praying. And others too must have prayed like that. And God heard all the prayers. And God raised a man called Isaac. And the, the word Isaac means laughter. When I show you who Isaac 
is in the Bible that you have not paid attention to before, you will know that God prepared a banquet for her. But that was all God could do. It was now up to her to show that she was fit and ready. Child of God, listen to me carefully. It's not about whether God is ready for you. The question is, are you fit and ready? May we not disqualify ourselves in Jesus' name. My slide says in the living Bible in verse 21, the servant said no more. There's nothing more to be said. But rather, he watched Rebecca carefully. When it comes to the day of appointment, it's not just being on ground that matters. It's not just doing it. How are you doing it? And if you're doing it, will you do it to the end? The servant said, no, but, but watch Rebecca carefully to see if she would finish the job. A lot of people are starters, but they're not here anymore. He watched carefully to see if she would finish the job so that he would know whether she was the one that's fit and ready for the mega blessing called Isaac. In the days of Abraham and Isaac, there were not many on the level of Isaac. If you dare believe God for an outstanding blessing, then you are the candidate for this sermon. Because God is not intimidated by what you're asking because it is nothing to, nothing is hard for the Lord. What is hard for the Lord is you cooperating with what you need to do so that what God started, you will not subvert it. The servant was said, sent to go and get a wife. Let me show you who um, this man is that God had prepared. Take me to Genesis 24, verse 34 to 36, the Living Bible, multimedia. Genesis 34, 24, verses 34 to 36, the Living Bible. Listen to this. The man introducing himself to the family of Rebecca at a later stage says, I am Abraham's servant. He didn't even put the surname. Abraham was known across <laughs> anywhere that was happening. I am Abraham's servant. This is not Abraham. Me alone. Motobe. I am Abraham's servant. He explained. And Jehovah has overwhelmed my master with what? Blessings. Listen, it is one thing to bless somebody. When the Bible says, God overwhelmed him with blessing. God drowned him in blessing. Ooh. And that's why it's good for you to be a friend of God. Abraham was a friend of God. And Jehovah, and Jehovah, and Jehovah has overwhelmed my master with blessing. So that he's a great man among the people of his land. God has given him flocks of sheep and herds of cattle and a, and a fortune. A fortune in silver and gold. Many slaves and camels and donkeys. Now, when Sarah, my master's wife, was very old, to show how blessed his man was, God did the impossible for him as well. She gave back to my master's son, and my master has given everything, given him everything he owns. He was introducing the blessing that was ready for somebody. I thought somebody would say amen. <laughs> he went to a family and said, I know you're related to him, but you don't know him. He said, "By Jehovah, he didn't call him God, Jehovah has overwhelmed him with blessing. And this is the proof 
and the testimonials. And he has only one son. And that son, this man has given everything to him. It is that son that I've come to present to a woman as a husband. Question is, is there any woman that is fit and ready for the blessing and the promotion? I'm speaking volumes today is not about just a husband. It's about all the good things that we've all believing God for. And when I read to you from the living Bible, it says that how this woman conducted herself. The man said, let it be the one that I will ask one question. I'll make one request and she will give me more than I ask for. When Rebecca responded to the man in the New King James Version, she called him Lord. What? Who does that? Bible says, then she quickly let down her pitcher for her hand for a drink. And when she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also. At her own behest, no suggestion. I don't want to belabor this because I know you, you'll get it. My question this morning is, are you the one? The servant traveled all the way. I'm looking for the one that qualifies for this level of blessing that Jehovah has been working on up until this time. Completely packaged. There were many ladies going to the... Are you the one? Are you the one that is due for blessing and promotion? Hmm. Are you fit and ready for the blessing and the promotion? I know you will say yes, but this scripture shows that you have to prove it. It's not a prayer point. It's an action point. I hope somebody got that. It's not a prayer point. We have prayed too much, but we have not done enough. It's an action point. Was there any name given to this servant? Did Jehovah give him any name? Did Abraham give him any name? It was anybody's game. And one woman won it. We will not lose. We will win it in the name of Jesus. Rebecca prayed like everybody else for a prince of her husband. The other virgins did. I like the way the Bible describes her. And that description is not a description so much of a person, but a group of people. The Bible says that the woman was very beautiful to behold. It talks about the beauty of a heart. A virgin talks about somebody sanctified, complete and whole. In the New Testament, that's the New Testament believer by the blood of Jesus. No man had known her, which means nobody can lay claim. Nobody can lay claim as a God will lay claim to a person. This person is clean unto the Lord, sanctified. It talks about in the New Testament, a Christian with no guile. A one that is a worshiper, not by leads, but gets involved in inspired worship. And so, on the day of appointment, all things were made ready. And so, what was left 
was would you be able to prove you are the one? A lot of Christians are not taught this part of the relationship with God. God expects that when he is ready, you have to prove you're ready. There's a time to speak and there's a time to act. Are you the one? You've got to prove it. The Bible says the man asked a question. No, no, no. No, 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 no. He didn't ask a question. What it was, was that he asked for one thing. He said, I will ask the person one thing, but I will expect the person will do two things. Once have I spoken, twice have I heard. Can the Lord ask one thing of you? Are you such a lover of the Lord that the one he did not ask you, you will still add? A lot of us do minimalistic Christianity. If the pastor says, let us pray one day, I will pray only one day. Hardly do you see people go the extra mile. Somebody say the extra mile. Basically what the test was that I will give a general exam, but the person that goes the extra mile will be the one that will receive the blessing. Today, we struggle with the minimum. How much more the maximum? All the virgins prayed, but what set Rebecca apart from the rest that on the day of promotion was what she did, not what they prayed. I have in my notes that Rebecca must have developed herself to the point that she wouldn't disappoint on the day of appointment. She not only gave Abraham's servant water, she offered to give his camel's water by herself. When last did God ask for one and you did two? When last did the pastor send you an assignment and say, the one you didn't say, I know you want it done, I will do it. This was not God that showed up. It was Abraham's servant. But he, the hand of the Lord was upon him. Some people say, it's only when God tells me something, I'll do it. No, God works through men. And he has set his authorities in place. And those that resist authority, they do it to their own peril. If this lady had said, you know, after all, my father too has a servant. Would she ever call him Lord? Bible says she kept running back to the stream. Until the camels have had enough, he did not even ask to feed the camels water. I speak a little, but I speak a lot. May the Lord give us understanding. The request that was made was a minimum. Meanwhile, the test was for the maximum. I'm going to say that again. The request was for the minimum, but the test was for the maximum. A lot of people, you, you should change yourself by being so cut and dry with God. You know, if God says, give an offering, what's the minimum? If God says, give a tithe, what's the minimum? If God says, serve, what's the minimum? The request is always the minimum. But the test is always the maximum. He said, I will ask this for myself. But the one that says, I will do this and I will add that one that will do the maximum is the one that will pass the test. May we not be so close and yet so far in Jesus' name. It is time to stop doing the minimum for God. It is time to shift, like Pastor Yomi said, to shift to doing the maximum so that we can be qualified as fit and ready 
for the blessing and the promotion. I thought I'm going to hear a better amen. amen. The blessing on hand is a blessing that Jehovah had overwhelmed with blessings. On the day of appointment, may we not disappoint ourselves. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the extent of the blessing, the promotion was not even spoken to her. The servant did say, if you give me water, and that's the problem with a lot of people, transactional relationship with God and the things of God and with the man of God. If you don't do this for me, I won't do that for you. The man just said, give me water. Did not tell the extent of the blessing. I read the extent of the blessing. It says I'm Abraham's servant. And guess what? My master, Jehovah has overwhelmed him with blessing. And everything he has given to this fellow. And this fellow is going to marry the person I appoint. Never told her. And yet she did. Imagine. How many daughters do we have like that? How many women do we have like that? How many men do we have like that? How many leaders do we have in Grace Assembly? How many ministers do we have? that Many of us even faced, failed the minimum request. How much more the maximum test? Maybe that's why. It doesn't look like Jehovah can silver when people with blessings. Because the appointment turned to, we made it turn to a disappointment. May that not be our portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to read one more scripture to you. In the contemporary English version of the Bible. Ah, fit and ready for the blessing. Genesis 24 verses 21 to 22. It says Abraham's servant did not say a word. You know, God doesn't talk much. But he watches people. But he watched everything Rebecca did. Imagine God is watching how you behave in church. How you serve. How you give. Uh, the computations that goes on. He watched everything Rebecca did. Whether Rebecca would do it with a bad attitude. With a casual attitude. He watched everything Rebecca did. Because he wanted to know for certain. This kind of blessing is not giving any howly. He wanted to know for certain if this was the woman the Lord has chosen. The servant had brought along an expensive, come someone say expensive, expensive gold ring and two large bracelets. It was when Rebecca had finished bringing the water, it was when she had finished the job that he gave her the ring for her nose and the bracelet for her arms. He didn't show it before. Sometimes people don't do things because they can't see what they're going to get. But we ought not to be led by sight, but to be led by faith. What kind of heart did Rebecca have? Is this kind of heart still common? Just sensing that God wants me to give this man water. Looking at the man saying, but you didn't come on foot. You must have had some animals. You know, sometimes God doesn't need to speak to you. Your heart should connect with God. He said, not only will I give you water, drink, I will give to all your camels. Because if you drink and your camels die of thirst, how do you get back home? 
Why is it we don't think like that when it comes to other people? We only think like that about ourselves. That's not what God wants. For you to be fit and ready for the blessing and the promotion, you've got to change your thinking. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is the perfect will of God and come into the blessing. The heart. Hey, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. It has to be a heart of love that says, I know you're thirsty, but what good will it be if I gave you and I didn't give you animals? What is it about our narrow-minded generosity? What is it about we care for ourselves but we don't care for what the, the Lord wants done? She knew that this man was not on assignment only for Abraham. This man is on assignment for the Lord. What is it about when it comes to the pastor, you're narrow-minded about what you want to do with him or about him? You do not know that God will send a person to you. Are you fit and ready? Is the question. Let me read a scripture to you about the heart. You can't get beyond your heart. If you have a stony heart, nobody can help you. You'll keep disqualifying yourself. The word of God is supposed to go into our heart and take out the stony part and make it a heart of flesh. This is why we come to church. The seven watched carefully. When, you, when it's time for a real blessing, carefully. And you need to step carefully. I want to read Matthew 12 verse 33 to 35 from the New Living Translation. I'm talking about the heart. Your heart can disqualify you. If your heart is wrong, you will never speak like Rebecca. A selfish heart will never speak like that. A self-centered heart can never please God. It says a tree is identified by its fruit. The words of your lips, that's part of your fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. No question. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes, how could you evil men, if, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? She spoke what was good, but she spoke beyond what was good. She spoke about what was right to be done. For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Whatever is in your heart determines what you say or what you refuse to say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. Go for me to Second Chronicles. I read verse 16, but I read 9a, the living Bible. Talking about the heart. It says, for the eyes of the Lord search forth and back across the whole earth, looking for people whose hearts are perfect before him or perfect toward him so that he can show his great power in doing what? In helping them. There's nothing Rebecca could do to help herself get an Isaac. It was way beyond her reach. And because our heart cannot be seen, we think that it doesn't matter. Like some people don't clean their bathrooms, but they clean their sitting room because nobody's going to go to my bathroom. It's not like that with the Lord. The Lord looks at the heart. When it's time to qualify for things, he looks at our heart. 
For the eyes of the Lord search forth back and forth across the whole earth looking for people whose hearts are perfect towards him to do what he wants, how he wants, whether it is spoken, must it be legislated for you to show love? Must somebody put a gun to your head to do what is right? He said he spoke what was good and what was right. Whose hearts are perfect toward him so that what? He can show and he showed it that day. His great power in helping them. When you focus on what God wants you to do with a good heart, heaven will notice you and focus on you too. Because the eyes of the rod, they run to and fro. As your pastor, I know the day of appointment is knocking on the door. I don't want you to disappoint on the day of appointment. I want you to be fit and ready for the blessing and the promotion. And that's why I speak to you and I speak in love to you. I want to ask you to stand and that we pray together. I'm not even going to tell you what to pray about. The test has already started. If you really heard the voice of God, you will pray seriously in your heart. Knowing that you may be close to that promotion, to that blessing. And you know that there is work to be done in your life. I want to bow your heads and pray. Pray for yourself that Lord... Whatever needs to be done in my heart, with my attitude, Lord, let it be done. Like Rebecca, one encounter, a complete change of my life. That I will not waste the opportunity for an appointment with greatness. I will not be so narrow in my giving and in my serving and in my doing good to miss the blessing. Father, prepare me fit and ready for the promotion and the blessing I have so long waited for. Thank you, blessed Father. Do everything that you need to do to make us ready, O God. Rebecca could have gone home not knowing that it was the day of all days for her if she walked past this man not knowing what she had missed. May we not return empty-handed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for the word today. We thank you for shaking up our hearts that our hearts may become right before you, that you may show your great power in helping us. To God be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. If you have been blessed this morning, help me just give praise to God. Not to be praise to God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. My, my, my faith is that this year, in spite of strange times and strange things, there's going to be quantum blessing and promotion for many of us.